The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. What's up, giddy up, welcome to Failure to Stop, last call episode live every Wednesday to our YouTube members and it goes out to audio on Thursday mornings but this is the show the episode that gives you something else to talk about other than the job keeping you in the know listen we know a lot of first responders don't like to listen to mainstream media they don't want to know what the news is maybe they're into that not they're like into that I'm not into politics thing well that's all fine and dandy but listen Knowing is half the battle. That's what G.I. Joe teaches us, and that's what uh, that's what Failure to Stop Last Call episode is for. Uh, it's to keep you in the know, and that way you don't have to sound like a robot first responder at the um, at the civilian barbecue. Fourth of July is right around the corner. Everybody's going to be sitting around talking about all these patriotic things. Nobody wants to hear your war stories from the streets. Not yet, at least. Not until we've had a couple of hot dogs and a couple of beers, and then maybe... Once the ice has been broken, we want to hear your shit. Um, but before that, no, you've got to be able to join in on the conversations and hear what other people are talking about. Today's show's chock full of that. What's going on out there, dead leg? There's all kinds of crap. I, I wanted to, like, we were just talking before the show. I don't have a really cool last name that I could name my kid something else, but I could name my kid Harry, and there was a movie, Harry and Henderson's, that was way back in the day. I wonder if the, the kid in one of our stories today, if his parents was like, I'm going to name our kid this and he's going to get made fun of for the rest well, of his You know his what? There was, a, there was a case a long time ago, not even a long time ago, I think it was like three years ago, that somebody in New Jersey, I think it was, tried to name their kid Adolf Hitler and the government said, no, you can't do it. Uh, it was a big thing in the news. It's like debate. Like, should you be able to name your kids what you want to believe? Uh, what you want to name? Or is that child abuse? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're in the United States of America, you get to name your kid whatever you want. It's your kid. I mean, it's a lot worse. I don't know. Would you rather have your name be like Adolf Hitler, um, Deadleg? I don't know what. I don't even know what your real last name is. But like, or would you rather your name be like, uh, I don't know, Jennifer? Pork chop. You know, I just apples. I think it's a really fine line when you start telling your kids what you can and cannot name them. But I, I get it. It's a fine blue line. It's a gray area, so to speak. But yes, today we have a lot of stuff on the docket. We've got uh, Hunter Biden, new Hunter Biden allegations coming out, which is not that surprising. It's just these are a little bit more, I don't Concrete. know if they're as salacious, but it really goes to show that I don't know what's going on in politics right now because... Mainstream media is acting very funny about all of this. We're going really hard on indictments on both sides, Hunter Biden and Trump. We recently just had come out yesterday that the Biden administration has said that they are going to make their 2024 campaign based on the economic success that, that Joe Biden's has has had. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense or not. Um, and then the completely silencing RFK Jr., uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. The extreme censorship. Why are they so afraid of Robert Kennedy Jr.? We'll get into that. But we got to first cover the Hunter Biden news. And then free beers from Bud Light. You've heard me right. Basically, Bud Light is offering free beer for the 4th of July weekend. And in some cases, 
you'll get the beer. You you might even get a rebate on the beer. Um, they're offering uh, what is it? Fifteen beers for a dollar each. It's fifteen beers for fifteen dollars. But some some big supermarkets have already had running deals for the Fourth of July weekend, which would then make those beer. You would literally get money back for buying them. Um, and I don't know that people are still going to buy Bud Light, even if they were free. There's a new king of beer in this article, and I'm going to get to all these articles here in a minute. Um, and we'll tell you who the new king of the beer is. And I think it's hilarious, by the way. I'm, I'm full on rooting for it because I've been drinking this beer for a long time. It's kind of my go-to peasant beer. And it's now kind of being joked, but not really a joke, as being the king of beers. So we got a lot to cover in today's episode. Today's... Uh, wonderful show is brought to you by ghostpad.com forward slash wolfpack sleep so good it's scary deadly will you bring up some of those fourth of july ghost bed deals that i've been waiting on all month long i've been telling you guys about it and i'm pretty sure that they are either dropping today or tomorrow um right now we've got 35 percent off of all mattresses plus two free luxury pillows when they say luxury pillows they're not exaggerating either the ghost bed pillow although the ghost bed bed is my favorite part I could not live without my ghost bed pillow. If you were to say, Eric, you can choose to have one thing for the rest of your life, would you rather have the ghost bed or the ghost bed pillow? I might have to take the ghost bed pillow because I travel so much and I cannot travel with my ghost bed. And therefore, I can travel with my ghost bed pillow and my ghost bed pillow has literally become like my teddy. It's become my teddy. My wife has two because she's pregnant. And so she puts one between her legs and then one on her head. But yeah, no, absolutely love it. Right now, 35% off of all of the mattresses. And, and then you get the two luxury pillows. Um, is that it? Can you scroll down? What else we got on there? Uh, uh, 50% off for 4th of July. So all the way here at the 50% top. 50% off for 4th of July. What? I don't know how they stay in business, baby. And these are beds that are made in the good old USA. 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 Uh, we got a lot of people in the live chats today, so before we jump into the show, I'm going to go ahead and give a couple of shout-outs, throw a couple of bones out there. We got David J., big old paid member, tactical dude, a paid member, Davey, Will Cray. Plus, we've got a bunch of, we're up to like, uh, we're on the cusp of 100 Patreon members right now, aren't yep. we? Right there on the cusp. We're also on the cusp of 10,000 Instagram followers. Red 9,200. So if you're out there uh, rhyming the streets, I'm not going to say go follow us on Instagram. I'm not going to tell you to be a Patreon member, and I'm not going to tell you to be a paid YouTube member. But what I'm saying is uh, it helps the show grow, and it allows us to uh, keep everybody on staff paid, um, and it keeps us able to bring in on new people. Speaking of new people, we had our one-year anniversary of Night Shift with Andrea Uplate, and I want to be the first to tell you guys that um, we had some discussions about where do we want to see the next year of Night Shift going. And we had some creative differences on the staff. We had some creative differences. Andrea, full disclosure, she wants to go more professional true crime. She wants it. Uh, she she doesn't want the humor in the true crime anymore. She doesn't want crassness in the true crime anymore. She just wants a very serious true crime cod pass. I, I'm not all for that. That's not my cup of tea. That's not what I wanted Night Shift to be. I wanted Night Shift to be a little bit more grim, a little bit more gory, um, and something to keep you awake on Night Shift. So we could either fight about it, get a divorce, and have our kids grow up to be uh, school shooters or transgendered uh, protesters that 
that want to take over the children because uh, that's what happens when you have divorce. I'm kidding. Listen, that's a joke. I'm just joking. That's just the ultra conservative speaking. That's the far right wing right there speaking. Um, but mommy and daddy aren't getting a divorce. So we thought, well, what can we do? What can we do to give the kids what they want to make them feel like it's not their fault? So they're not emotionally damaged. And what we thought of, and we might try it out, we got to hear a little bit more from you guys. But maybe we're thinking about doing a True Crime Tuesday with Andrea up late. And then a night shift. Uh, maybe that comes out on Sunday nights or something. I'm not sure what night of the week it would come out on. Um, but that would be Monday night's night shift with me. And that's where I get into the the uh, more conspiracy things. I want to do like the Oprah Winfrey breakdown and like all the mis- mysteries behind Oprah Winfrey. I want to talk about uh, the Glock Bell that's in Antarctica, the flat earth that some people speak of. I want to have the things that keep you awake at night, shark attacks. Uh, there's been some crazy shark attacks. I want to, well, like, there are killer whales attacking boats. I want to get into all of those things um, and just all the weird oddities. So if you think that we should split the two shows up into True Crime Tuesday and then a separate night shift, uh, reach out on the social media webs. Instagram us, DM us. Let us know what your opinions are, your thoughts. Uh, throw out some reviews on the YouTubes. Let us know what you're thinking because at the end of the day, it's all for you kids. It's all for you. Also, huge news on Pig Latin, the book. Um, I just don't feel like I'm at this point even allowed to discuss the news. I don't know. It's all happening very fast, and I don't know the rules of all of this yet. And I've gotten a very vague statement. But best assured, know that this book is coming fast, and it's coming out, and it's coming from a major publisher and a major agent, and uh, more to follow. So if you want to get on the email list, all you have to do is DM Eric Tanzi Official on Instagram, your email address. You don't have to say anything else. Just send me your email address and I will add you to the email list that will get you first copies of the book. Um, I think I'm up to like 300 people on the email list right now. Um, so if you want to be in that first 500 that gets a book, send me your email address. If you've already done it, there's no need to do it again. I've been collecting these emails for fucking nine months now. Uh, you don't have to. I'm also looking for somebody to read my book. Um, I don't know if it's going to be me or somebody else. Uh, so I'll probably be taking, um, at the very least, I'll be taking interviews for that. See if there is somebody out there that could possibly read my book better than I could. I'm, I'm just not a good reader and speaker at the same time. So anyway, that's enough of all of the uh, stuff. Deadlock, are you doing all right today? Yeah. Another day in paradise. How's that leg? Is it coming back to life? We giving it CPR? What's up with it? Yeah, there's a cold front coming through, so it it's doing this funny, like crampy thing. But it's mm. it, it sounds horrible, but it's like it's just normal for me now. So I just walk around like a little cramp. Like the remember the 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 guy from Scary Movie with the the fun hand. Yeah, this is my oh, special hand. hand. Yeah, my my foot does that kind of thing now. There was a good um, what do they call that when it's not doppelganger? What do they say when you? Uh, the Mandela effect. Um, do you never, you know, he never says in the movie here, take my strong hand. He doesn't say that in the movie. And how crazy is that? Go watch the movie. He never says, take my strong hand. That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody's there's a, like, uh, there's a couple things like that, that, that like everybody's like, Oh yeah, it's just, everything's like that. Then you go back and like, no, it's not that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are talking about the book and who who would want to read the book for me, who I'd want to do the audio book. Honestly, if I could pick anybody in the world, um, it would be 
Morgan Freeman. No, 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 no. Um, that John would be, Stamos. Yeah, that's like doing blackface. You can't have a black man read your book. Uh, John Stamos. <laughs> John Stamos. Oh, maybe. Um, no, what's the Marky Mark? That's who I would pick. I go with Marky Mark. Read my book. That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it was going to be a black guy to read my book. Uh, I think more like. Probably, what's the real small guy? With, Kevin Hart. With, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. That's who I would pick. Kevin Hart. Um, I'd have Kevin Hart read. I don't know why. I don't know why. But let's jump into today's stories, uh, shall we? Uh, there's just so much in the news. This show has gotten to be almost too easy because I feel like they're just. I, I feel like mainstream media just makes news for us. Uh, but first of all, today I'm gonna. Well, let's just start. Let's just start fresh. Uh, I have lost my notes. Where are my notes at? Uh, we've got the Harry Potter guy. Here we go. We, uh, no, not Harry Potter. Happy Gilmore. I'm so sorry. I lost my notes. My phone shut off, and I had to go on my on my notes. Uh, Cupcakes and Cameo says Alex Jones should read my book. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I could or someone with multiple personalities so they can do all the characters. Well, a lot of people say I – man, I'm having a brain fart today. My mind is all over the place. Um, but who's the guy that played in The Mummy? The Rock? No, the fucking old mom. Oh, Br- Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. A lot of people say I look and I act a lot like Brendan Fraser, and that I have Brendan Fraser tendencies. So maybe Brendan Fraser would be a good uh, would be a good fit for my book reading. Uh, but when you hear this is a this is an article from today's news uh, from today. Uh, when you hear the name Happy Gilmore, you probably think about Adam Sandler's character from the 1996 comedy of the same name. Well, there happens to be a new and a real Happy Gilmore in the golfing game. He's making headlines right now on June 23rd. High schooler Happy Gilmore announced that he was committing to playing college golf at Ball State University. And Muncie, Indiana, uh, a lot to uncover here. One, did you ever see the movie Happy Gilmore? Absolutely. Phenomenal movie. Super funny. Um, I absolutely love that movie. Now, Ball State University, that's funny because that's got a little bit of comedy behind it, Ball State. Uh, and so now we've got Happy Gilmore playing at Ball State. Uh I am very, this is a quote from Happy, I am very excited to announce that I've committed to continue my academic and golf career at Ball State University. The Indiana team wrote on Twitter, I'm very grateful for the opportunity Coach Fleck has given me. I'd like to thank my family, my friends, my coaches who push me every day. Now, Happy Gilmore got a, uh, got a message back from the real Happy Gilmore, and it just said, this is from Adam Sandler, uh, go get him, Happy, pulling for you. Aww. Oh, that is, that's pretty special. What makes you think though, I wonder why his parents named him Happy Gilmore. The, the article doesn't say. Uh, Shooter McGavin, he, he popped in there and said, I want to, you can come to meet, love to meet him at the uh, ninth green at nine. I would say that these parents have to have a really great sense of humor. And I wonder if they knew they were going to get him to play golf because you don't just accidentally name your kid. Happy Gilmore. You know like, what I mean? I, I could see the naming and then like, okay, this will be a fun joke. But the like, there's a lot that has to go into one because I wouldn't want to push my kids into anything. Like if they want to go into – if they want to do skateboarding, then we'll do skateboarding. If they want to be 
you know, uh, play golf, then we're going to play golf. But, but the forethought to think that, you know, I don't know if they thought that far through. Maybe that. Dude, no, I think they were playing jokes. I think they knew. I think they knew it was going to be a golfer. And I think they wanted to say, do you have to go more? And I, listen, like if you're a parent, whatever you do, your, your child's going to do with you. And I, I, I've been a cop long enough. I've been in many, many, many children's homes and parents' homes and mediated all sorts of things. And I'll tell you, your child, you re- literally, you reap what you sow. Whatever you pour into your child is what you're going to get back out of your child. So if you're a golfing family, 99% chance your kid is going to be a golfer for at least a little bit in their life. They're going to give it a go. I promise you. I promise you that whatever you want your kid to do, if you pour your passions into it and your kid sees that, they're going to do it. I have three kids, all of them obsessed with skateboarding. But I wasn't really a skater, but I put a lot of effort in because I got excited when they were skateboarding because I was like, you know, this is a pretty cool culture and it's so much better than video games. But if I would have allowed my children to be video gamers, they would have absolutely been video gamers because it's easier. It's the easy way out. So I'm still all against it. Like, hate me if you want, because I know that like most of the parents out there are video game parents. I'm still just that guy that's like, I think you've set your children up for it. Like when you say my kid's going to be a professional gamer and there's a lot of gaming in mon- and, and there's a lot of money in gaming. Personally, I feel my personal opinion is you've set that kid up for a huge failures. There's a very little chance that he is going to, there's not very many life lessons in video games. There's not very many skills that come outside of video games. Um, I mean, there's just not a lot. There's not as many as if you get your kid into something that has like, there, there's just more life lessons like in teamwork, um, uh, well, management, just, yada, yada, yada. If you could just go back to trying to set yourself up for life, what, and, and, not to say that there aren't people or not gamers that have set money aside or not smart financially, but who, what, what gamer do you know that's retired? Do you know any professional retired gamers? I don't I know. personally know. I know of them, but I don't know any like personally. But like yeah. they're vaguely like it's it's not a big thing. Like that's that's still something that's being developed. It's not something that's run its full like 30, 40, 50 year course like – Hockey. I think it's just lazy on everybody. I think it's lazy yeah. on the child to want to just be a video game child because they want to stay inside. They don't want to uh, face it, any kind of adversity outside. You know, they don't want to, the weather, the grass, all the things that outside world has to offer. They don't want to have to have social uh, interactions, which is going to make them socially retarded in some ways when they get older with anxiety issues and people issues and everything. And it's lazy on the parent because then you don't have to worry about what they're getting into outside. You don't, as a parent, have to go outside and try to figure out what they're doing. I mean, we've become a very lazy society if I want to get on my soapbox. We buy these little cookie-cutter homes that all look the same so we don't have to be overly creative in our home picking. We have these very small yards so we don't have to do any any yard work. We come up with all these rules and we live in, in these very regulated housing development Mints um, that put everything on a plate for us. We don't have to swim in ponds. We don't have, you know, we can. It's just there's a lot of it's. It's all become very lazy. It's all become very easy for everybody. You don't have to, you know, we can just walk down to the grocery stores and everything like that. Nobody's really working for a lot of things, and we're still not happy in the home. Kids still aren't. You have all of these conveniences, yet people still aren't taking the convenience 
to sit down and have a family dinner. People still aren't having their family walks. I mean, it's like you have a great safe neighborhood and the lights come on and all these things, but you still don't see a bunch of families walking around these neighborhoods. You know what I mean? You don't see like a whole bunch of family activity. We've all just become very, very lazy as a society. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a change in it. Actually, you know, the newer generations that are coming up, um, I, I think are, you know, kind of getting that pendulum swing where they're like starting to want to get back out into the woods and get, you know, maybe the pendulum will swing and the kids will start getting back outside and start doing things outside. And you know, a lot of it's on the adults and the parents, right? Your kids start going outside. The neighbors start complaining about the kids being outside. Very strange world that we live in. And I'm just trying to get further off the grid, frankly. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and I'm glad. And if you have kids out there, uh, you know, that are the exact opposite of that, let me give you a round of applause. Let me give you a round of applause for the parents that are taking the time to take their kids down to the creeks, the streams, to go float the rivers, going out to the baseball games, the football games that are going out to the festivals and the carnivals. Let me give you a round of applause. For those that are taking a, a time out of your day to have a family dinner at least once a week, Jesus, once a week, really? I really should be doing it like three times a week. But for those of you who sit down as a family at the dinner table without screens, let me give you a round of applause. Let me give you a round of applause. For the parents that have some kind of rules about video games, like maybe maybe you allow like three days a week of video games or maybe you allow three hours a day of it. But somebody who has some kind of regulation to their child in video games, let me give you a you a round of applause for those of you who are taking the time just to be a good parent to the to the dad or the mom that goes out as a first responder and prepares for the weekend off as much as they prepare for their day in court let me give you a round of applause so the couples out there still going on dates and are happily married round of applause for all of you guys uh, i think we just need a little bit more of it in this in this world um for those of you guys, what are you guys doing for 4th of July? You doing anything for 4th of July with the fam? We literally, we just started talking about that last night of what we want to do. Because we, okay. we, my wife is Chinese. My mom, my mother-in-law is Chinese. So they, we Ooh. go to the Asian market to grab food. So they'll go and get the, so every meal that I have is authentic Chinese food. Even if they just so throw a pizza in the oven, it's still authentic Chinese food because they're authentic Chinese people. And they make how do, it for me. How do Chinese people make pizza? They just throw it in the oven, just like we do. It's, <laughs> do they put like Chinese shit on there? Is like sushi and seaweed and shit on there? Then, well, then they gotta tap the the little cat that with the, the the arm, the the good luck arm cat. Then they gotta okay. tap that for for good luck <laughs> to make sure it doesn't it doesn't burn. <laughs> oh, that's great! I mean, now now your 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 mother in law, she's probably never been in the United States for a Fourth of July celebration, has she? No, this will be her first. We you were. Take, I bet you it's not as cool as their New Year's. Probably not. When we we were in 2019, we spent the summer over in China. So we spent Fourth of July in China, and they actually had like um, a couple places had like little Fourth of July celebrations for the United States. They had like people who wanted to celebrate it. So they had American flags for me, and they had American shirt for me. It was really oh, cool. Very cool. So yeah, I think we're gonna we there's a, a we can see the fireworks from our balcony every year. So I don't know that where we might. We might go down this year just because of with moms right. here. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, going to Lake Wiley, uh, South Carolina, just on the border of North Carolina. It's, it's just like 
15 minutes from Charlotte, but it's technically South Carolina. Going down to Lake Wiley, if anybody's out there in the Charlotte area, I'll be out there for the whole week. You want to grab a coffee, you want to have a cigar, uh, hit me up in the DMs. Maybe I'll try to get out there and meet up with you guys, mainly because I'm homeschooled and I'm with my kids 24 hours a day, seven days a week because I own my own businesses. Um, so my, even when I'm at the distillery, my kids are with me and my podcast studio is uh, literally in my backyard now, uh, literally right, right in my backyard pretty much. And, um, so I'm with my kids all the time. So 4th of July, um, I don't, they're going to be with their cousins. And so I, I, I can, ba- I can break away on 4th of July cause I'm with my family all the time. So, um, but I don't want you to break away from your family just to spend time with me. So bring your family with you. Um, and we'll have coffee and, and stuff together. Cause I want everybody to be with their family on 4th of July, their family and friends. Um, unless you just don't have a family. You know what I mean? Then I, then I could be your family because uh, the Wolfpack's always family. On 4th of July weekend, Bud Light is offering a rebate of up to $15 on purchases of a 15-pack of Budweiser, Bud Light, Budweiser Select, or Budweiser Select 55. And in place where a 15-pack sell for less than $50, the beer could practically just be free. Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, offered the same promotion over Memorial Day weekend. The rebate applies to purchases of up to $15 that are made between June 15th and July 8th. And will be offered via a prepaid digital card. Customers can redeem rebates on Bud Light's website. Uh, rules vary by state. Um, the promotion comes as Bud Light battles with conservative boycott. This is coming from USA Today, by the way. Um, Bud Light battles with a conservative boycott and plummeting sales following its partnership with its transgender influencer, Dylan Mulvaney. The new king of beers, Modelo Especial, dethroned Bud Light as the best-selling beer in America. Modelo, this one's for you. This one's for you, Modelo. I'm going to crack open a Modelo right now. Listen, the funny part about this is, is one, Modelo is not even an American beer. Um, but two, Modelo has always been my go-to peasant beer. I like peasant beer. I'm not always a craft beer guy. Sometimes when I'm doing peasant work, I want to drink a peasant beer. When I'm blue collar and I'm doing blue collar things, I like to drink blue collar. And my go-to blue collar beer is Modelo. And in the winter, I do Modelo Negro. Um, it's Modelo time, baby. That's what World Craze says. Uh, Coors Banquet is way better. Bro, come on. Then Modelo? Get out of here. If we're doing banquet beers, Miller High Life is the only banquet beer. And maybe Stella Artois. Which one? Wait, one of those is the champagne of beers. Uh, I think it's Miller, right? Miller High Life, champagne of beers. I don't know. Um, I, I don't is, is, really, is Miller still owned by the same parent company as Bud Light? Uh, brewed in this one's brewed in Mexico. Uh, it says nothing about Anheuser Busch on this can. Nope, Modelo is not a product of Anheuser Busch, thankfully. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh, Heineken's a good peasant beer too. I don't mind that. Uh, we got what else we got next up in the news? Uh, oh, by the way, yeah, Walmart. They have uh, like Bud Light uh, Fourth of July hats. They have like a Fourth of July section. So they've got like American flag fedoras and then they've got those like redneck Riviera cowboy hats and they have a whole like just stacks of these Bud Light, um, Bud Light cowboy hats untouched. Nobody is buying them. Not in my town, not in Johnson County. 
I think Johnson County generally, because you know I live in a very redneck area of the Deep South, and I think they were really offended by Bud Light. So I don't think that many people around here want to be caught with anything Bud Light on them. How is it in Colorado? There is literally a Anheuser Busch, a giant brewing factory, not 15 minutes up the road from where I live. Yeah. So, I I don't know how much that'll like that'll probably impact us locally, but. Like Fort Collins, where I live at, there is a bunch of like little like mom and pop brewery places too. So I don't think that we will be that affected as much as Anheuser Busch will be. But they like they're doubling down. They're not because last weekend they uh, sponsored. They were the title sponsor for the Toronto Pride Parade and had a great big float and sponsored mm. by Bud Light. And oh. so it, I mean, it sales are are. are I mean, to me, if I was in someone's position where I was a stockholder and I own stock in Bud Light, at this point, you have to, I mean, you might be having grounds to sue because they're not doing their fiduciary duties. They're not doing things in the best interest of the company because over and over again, when they make moves like this, they tank and they just hemorrhage money. It's, and it's nobody very disrespectful to do that to your demographic. It would be like if we just started going after somebody else other than first responders. If we were like, you know what? We're not going to give first responders the content they want because we want to pick up another demographic. So we're going to say things and do things that go against first responders because we're trying to tap into this other market that's not first first responders. Be very disrespectful to do that to the people who built your company. You know, and for us, C minus media, um, which owns failure to stop, you know, like we're always going to be dedicated to first. We're always going to be first responders first. We don't care what the public opinion is of first responders. We don't care if there's more money to be made outside of first responders. We were always here for first responders first. We are here to keep you entertained on the job and to speak your language and to speak on your behalf because you can't to the civilians to kind of give the citizens what you may or may not be thinking uh, while you're in the locker room or, or what you might think about these cases or just at least a different perspective based on uh, uh, based on experience in first responder in, in the first responder field. So, yeah, I mean, Bud Light, you know, but I, I guess they don't really think about that because Bud Light's not or Anheuser-Busch isn't really a small business. It's, it's just a massive corporation and, the, and it's just big, rich corporations do big, rich corporation shit. I don't think that they ever really care about their base. I mean, it. I kind of hard to feel like the Republican or, or the the DNC or the RNC really gives a shit about their base either. You know what I mean? I think it's just when you're that rich and that elite, you just the base they're basically peasants to you at that point and you just don't care. You get so big at some point that you just stop caring about your base. I hope we never get that big. I've told my friends that if any of this ever seems normal, kick me in the nuts. Right. Cuz this is none of what we do is normal. Like we get to sit here and chit chat and talk about the news and it's kind of work. That's yeah. not normal. That's crazy. And then we have people that are tuning in and listening in live right now. And then there'll be more that'll listen in live once this gets out on the podcast world. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It, yeah. And, and, you know, and I think there's something to be said for, for your base and you should always, you know, and so I was always sad when I was a kid when your when your favorite sports team would sell out and move. You know, it's devastating. So, 
don't know. I, I I feel for all the rednecks here in, in uh, Johnson County. I know it was a sad day when you lost Bud Light. It was like when I lost Villanueva from, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was a huge football fan. I was a big Steelers fan. And when they left uh, Villanueva to go out onto the field by himself because of a protest, I felt for the first time it was worse than like a breakup. I had never really had a breakup with a girl that was as bad as that. And I gave away all my Pittsburgh memorabilia, all of it. All of it. Um, and I had just 35 years, 34 years of collected memorabilia that just all went away. So I know how you I know how you guys feel, you, you guys who, who gave your soul to, to, to Bud Light, and uh, that was your beer, and they went back on you. Listen, I get it. Um, Oversight Committee put out a tweet. Uh, it says, in a WhatsApp exchange dated August 3rd, 2017, Hunter Biden tells... Uh, Chinese associate Ganwen Dong, a.k.a. Kevin, uh, the Bidens are the best. I know it doing exactly what the chairman wants from this. Um, this comes after he demands $10 million. Uh, let's see. Um, if he wanted $5 million each, one from the big man, who then he even refers to as his, his dad. Listen, we've been hearing the big man thing for a hot minute. Uh, here's another quote from Hunter. If the chairman doesn't value this relationship as being worth at least $5 million, then I'm baffled, Hunter writes. I'm tired of this. I can make $5 million salary at any law firm in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. I don't know that Hunter could make $5 million at a law firm in the United States. Does anybody really give a shit about Hunter Biden here in the United States, or does everybody just pretty much know he's a criminal crackhead? Well, last week he pled guilty to the, to the tax charges and the gun charge and got basically got away with it. And then later on that week, he was in D.C. at dinner with the same people that would have been like, it's a goddamn joke. And they're wiping it in our faces. Like we have the receipts from the now sitting president, then vice president getting bribed from his son from another country like i think what's going on right now though is we're seeing a little bit of a tit for tat which i think is something fun to talk about you know for every time that they they have a hunter biden leak they drop another indictment on trump <laughs> it's they, like they go reaching for some charges from like hey man you you had a parking ticket from 1912 you didn't pay well we're going after you for that right Trump's being, it's like, they're just going tit for tat. But here's what's crazy to me, right? Is it doesn't feel like the, I I know the RNC and the DNC definitely want their their front runners. And I think it's wild that they don't want to look at anybody else. I mean, I think the RNC is starting to look more at um, DeSantos, uh, DeSanctimonious. But the Democrats are 100 sold on Biden. I get it. But, you know, they have somebody else. Both parties have somebody else. Why won't why won't they even give them a chance? What what is this this no debate thing? I've been talking about the no debate thing for weeks now. I, I there's something fishy going on when they only want you to have two options. They only want you to have the option of Trump or Biden. And I don't know if that's what America really wants. I don't know that America wants only those options and doesn't even want at least an opportunity to hear what the other person has to say. And what I'm really referencing this is to is is you've got RFK Jr. Who's jacked, by the way. Have you seen this guy? Dude makes me feel like a little girl. 
Bro, get a picture of RFK for our YouTubers out there who are on, if you can. This guy's absolutely jacked. Now, this is an article from Newsmax, but Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, the 2024 Democratic presidential candidate, revealed on Tuesday that YouTube has taken down yet another interview he was featured in. Kennedy announced a development in a Twitter thread suggesting that the removal of his talk with New York Post reporter Al Gart was an act of political censorship. I think it's absolutely an act of political censorship. People made a big deal about Russia supposedly manipulating internet information to influence a presidential election. Shouldn't we be worried when giant tech corporations do the same? Uh, Robert asks, when in industry and government are so closely linked, there is little difference between private and government censorship, he continued. Suppression of free speech is not suddenly okay when it's contracted out to the private corporations that control the public square. Um, he, The Democratic candidate then cited Elon Musk's Twitter files, a series of internal company documents publicized through prominent journalists as proof of big tech's collusion. And that was, that was all through December. I mean, we saw absolute uh, proof that big government was censoring other candidates or anybody that went against a narrative that was proven. And so if you're anybody Democrat or Republican, if you're anybody, if you, saw the evidence that big government, big government being both Republicans and Democrats, just big government in general, the lengths that they went to to convince you. Do you remember you remember that a lot of you said, I'll never get a Trump vaccine, but all of a sudden you'll get a Biden vaccine? You know what I'm saying? It's the uh, same Big government told you thing. a lot of lies and you bought into a lot of these lies. What is it? I said it's the same damn thing for the vaccine. It doesn't matter who it came from. But like we have the receipt. Like I said, we have the receipts for it all. Like the 2020 election, they suppressed the the Biden laptop story. They made it go away. You couldn't – like they suspended people. They took people's ability to post, ability to use their account. They took that away if they shared this article, which we now know is 100% – goddamn factual and true so that in itself we know now by polls what have changed the outcome of the election that one thing just that one thing then we go with the twitter files with the fbi with everything else that they were suppressing like uh, which one of the one things that they were censoring and suppressing the american people without warrants without due process without any anybody just willy nilly there without checks and balances, they were just just going on on a whim and saying, "Hey, you can't say what you just said, so you're done. You're off here." Even though it's factual and true, but now we're come full circle. We, we're no nobody's being held accountable for it. Not only that, it's happening again with Robert Kennedy. Right. And it's funny because they went after Joe Rogan saying that Joe Rogan is just a closet conservative. And Joe Rogan's like, no, I'm not. He's like, I'm a Democrat. I I was on welfare. I support welfare. I support a lot of things on the Democratic side. I am a Democrat still to this day. I'm a Democrat. But what I'm saying is, is you guys are voting for an idiot. You guys are you guys aren't listening to the real facts. You're picking and choosing what mainstream media decides is fact for you. Um, you know, and you're, you're even convinced that there's no such thing as scientific debate when there's like the fact that there, that people think that there is no debate in science is absolutely crazy. You're telling me that there was no debate in the Johnson and Johnson vaccine before they, they pulled it down. Like there had to be a debate. They had a debate that like it was worse than the other one. 
I'll no, explain you, the scientific you know process because I mean? my wife does this for a living. So she has these massive, massive sets of data that she takes and applies these scientific algorithms through. And at the end of it, she has these data and it says this is what the, the end of it is. When she's done with all this, she takes it to people within her, her cohort, her colleagues, people within the industry, other doctors that are doing similar research. And they say, hey, I've done this. This is how I obtain these results. Can you do the same thing? And if you can't obtain the same results, then you start debating, hey, what did you do differently? Why are your results differently? Because to be able to, to say, hey, this works, we have to be able to repeat it and repeat it over and over and over again to get the same results. Right. And well, multiple about, people have to be able to do that. If, if I say a vaccine, you have a one in 200, you have one in a 200 person chance of getting autism and you have one in a trillion chance of getting whatever diseases vaccine takes there should be a debate on whether i should be forced to have that vaccine there's absolutely yep. a debate there it's like okay well i, I may, maybe i'm good with that like i would rather you know take the chance of getting autism than have the one in trillion chance of me just by chance getting this super deadly disease and then you should be able to debate that and say like okay yeah like i should have that but does you know because we have like over 80 vaccines now but before 2000 we only had 17 vaccines that were mandatory, and now there's up to 80 mandatory vaccines, um, and there's all these cocktails uh, being produced. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a big debate. My wife, my wife is the smartest person I know, um, and before all this got political, she was uh, she was debating on which vaccine she wanted to get our kids. And I, ten years ago, she was trying to debate what vaccines, and she came up with a a, a thing that she did not want to do the cocktail. Um, vaccines because even the cocktail vaccines have more chances of more things going wrong when you when you put them into a cocktail and they, she, there's another doctor in Raleigh that agreed with her that has a doctor that is a doctor so what's to say that one doctor is less than another doctor um, and I think it absolutely is a debate Falconator in the chat says what is a woman I mean it seems like that's been a debate lately on what a, what a real woman is and what a man is so I think the fact that they've been putting all over the social media webs that science is in a debate, which all goes back to this whole Joe Rogan thing, you know, they, they're up to what, over a million dollars to get this debate for RFK and um, uh, Dr. I Holtz? Like, I think it was like 1.5 or 1.6 million with all the other people that had said, I'll throw in a hundred grand or I'll throw in the little, this little bit. Like that, that should tell you, like to me, that's telling. If you're going to go out on the soapbox and you want to, to preach and talk about what you want to preach, great. You're a doctor, you have studied medicine, you practice medicine, awesome. But there are other people that have also done the same thing and come to a different conclusion than you. And you have the ability, you have the, 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 the responsibility as a doctor to want to do good. Do no harm is the Hippocratic Oath. So if you are going to be so narrow-minded that this is the only way that what it is, like if you just think bigger, right? Mm -hmm. We know so little about our universe. We know so little about our planet. We know so little about the ocean. What makes you think that we're not going to find something else out tomorrow that's going to change our entire outlook on everything? Like we are so stupid as a species to think that we're so smart, to think that we know better. Just because we can do a little things and we can put airplanes in the air and we can talk to people on the other side of the globe, it's great and all, but
but we're not that much further than riding horses. Right. Um, we're, we're really not. Uh, somebody in the chat says, uh, I, I just lost it. I had it up there. Um, but he said, it was, let's see, Ben Allen says, before I debate, I always need a good night's sleep. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's not a debate. It's just scientific fact is that ghost bed provides the best night's sleep, um, which is perfect for mental wellness and mental health. We'd have a lot, we'd have a lot less mental health crisis in this country if everybody just started getting a, in a good night's sleep. And the fact is that ghost bed provides the best sleep according to science, um, that you can find anywhere else. I'm just kidding. That's not backed by science. It's backed by my science. Uh, it's, it's backed by my trial and error. And listen, I, we, we used your scientific method a few minutes ago where I put many people onto my ghost bed and laid them down on my ghost bed, and they've never woken up. So it's proof that once you sleep on a ghost bed, it sleeps so good, it's absolutely scary. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Get you that 50% off. Um, okay, let's go. We got one more story to wrap up today. Oh, well, no, listen, last week, uh, YouTube actually removed an interview with Robert Kennedy um, when he was on with Jordan Peterson. Now, they love, they love to censor Jordan Peterson. Why? The dude hasn't said anything that's not up for debate. I think if something is debatable, you should let it stand and let people have the debate. Well, Nothing that, that Jordan if, Peterson says is off the table. If you think something's that crazy and that's the hill that they want to go die on, okay, let them preach on that craziness. The 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 world that the 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 thing that conservatives use or like people is give them the sunlight and see what happens. Okay, that's what we need to do. Put it out there for everybody to see and then you can make your own decision. That's the problem is is people are worried or letting everybody else make the decisions for them. I don't think that you know, there we all come from the same sweaty nut sacks. There's mm. no one on the face of this globe that's any more special than anybody else. Mm. And if you're listening to this and you think that you're special than anyone else, I hate to break it to you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you a hug because you're not special. No one is. Oh. We're all the same. Damn. So to think that one person knows more about, oh, this is, we need to censor, no one needs to hear this. Well, as soon as you start to do that, everybody's going to go, well, why? What is this person saying? I want to hear what this person has to say now. You're going to cause more people to go and try to find out what that person is saying. And it could backfire on you. Then you now, instead of having people listening to what you're trying to say, they're going to go listen to what you know, RFK has got to say. Not only so, that, it, like, it caused me personally, their censorship of what they, you know, everything that they want to censor for them has caused me like, okay, Exactly what I just said. I want to know what he's saying that they don't want to have out. What is it that's so crazy? And when I listen to it, I'm like, this isn't astronomically crazy. This is just someone asking questions and putting an open debate out there for people to debate back and forth. And no one wants to – we don't have a debate. We just want to have dictatorship. We want to just force it down our throats and this is what we're going to go with. This is the narrative and no one gets to ask questions. I love it when you force a dictator down my throat. James Russell in the chat says, my problem with YouTube canceling things is they still have flat earth videos up, right? Because it's a debate. I don't believe in flat earth, but I think you should censor flat earthers. Absolutely not. If they want to spew this bullshit, um, then let them spew it. In my opinion, it's bullshit. But they believe it. Um, I think there's a lot of things out there that I don't believe that other people believe in. There's religions out there that I think are fucking ridiculous and people buy into it and they love it. And I respect that. Just go believe what you want to believe. 
I don't think in any way, shape, or form should that be uh, censored from the likes of YouTube. Now, I think it could be within reason, right? Like, I, I think that, you know, there should be age appropriateness for some things, right? Like, I don't think you should be putting flat earth shit in the schools, um, and not at least in elementary school, uh, you know, as a fact, but a theory. But maybe you could bring it in there as a theory. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I want to say there's always a gray area. You know, I'm not, I'm never saying that there's ever a finance. I, I think that when you go hard on something, but as far as like YouTube and Facebook and social medias to be censoring this kind of stuff, this is really, really ridiculous. Corn Pop was a bad dude, says Tansy probably thinks birds are real too. I mean, I've eaten them, I've put them in my mouth, I've owned a few, and I mean, I don't think all the birds are fake. Um, <laughs> um, yes, though, uh, I think that is funny and I, and I always enjoy your, uh, your sense of humor there, uh, corn pop, but listen, we got uh, Google quietly removed a pride and drag show from a list of company promoted LGBTQ events in California. So they have this LGBTQ drag show for the Google employees planned for pride month, but a bunch of Christians in the company signed a petition together um, that says it disrespected the Christian faith and specifically described the performance of a drag artist who goes by the name Peaches Christ as provocative and inflammatory. The provocative and inflammatory artistry is considered a direct affront to the religious beliefs and sensitivities of Christians. The petition said in the headliner, per the report, the tech company subsequently removed the event, which was initially promoted to wrap up this amazing month, end quote, from the list of annually sponsored. Why? Why would you need to have a drag show? You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. But the people spoke and they were forced to listen and if you're uh, at work right now, if you're having a faith, if they're trying to force you to put something on your car that you don't believe in, you have the right not to do it. I love these hockey players that are like, dude, we're not putting the gay flag on our fucking uniform. No, I'm just not going to fucking do it. I just won't fucking fucking play for the whole month. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to fucking do it because I don't believe in that message. I don't believe in, in sexualizing uh, America. It's not that I don't support gay people, but I'm not, I'm not doing a whole month of this this sexually per what's become a sexually perverse and disgusting month long season of debauchery and foulness. I'm just not going to be a part of it. I think more people need to be outspoken with that. I'm not going to buy into this bullshit. I'm not going to do it. I listen, I support gay people. You want to be gay? Fine. Go be gay. I don't care. I'll be your friend. Have you over for dinner. I'll let you cook. Gay people usually cook better anyway. You know, I'll celebrate gay day. Make me a gay meal. Give me a gay drink. I'll do it for you. For one gay day, I'm not doing a whole month of this gay shit. It's just not going to do it. Um, I give you one they day. Were, Can't be June nineteenth either. We we fought a war for our independence, and we have a day. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we fought a war for our independence as a country to be able to go. All right. Well, we got one day for our independence, but we're going to have an entire month for sexuality. Do we have straight month? Yeah. What month? What, Every what, month what's is straight, straight month, month baby? Every like, month is straight month. Where's a straight per like? Because it if you want to, because here's where I would come at it. If you're going to come at me and say, okay, we're going to have this as a company, we're also going to have something that embodies the same, but for straight people. And when you go, oh no, no, we don't have. Well, no. If you're going to, you got to do one for one. You got to do one for all. Everybody gets a chance now to sit at this table everybody gets a chance. So we're going to have a day for Satan. We're going to have a day for Christians. We're going to have a day for Muslims. We're going to have a day for flat earthers. Everybody gets it as soon as you do that. But you know what? There is a flag, Eric, 
that represents anything and everything. Mm. USA. So that one right behind. USA. USA. Man, you just got my freedom boner erected. Uh, Cupcakes and Camo says if America only gets one day and veterans only get day, um, then why do they get an entire month? I think it's because that's what they want. They want it's an us versus they type thing. Um, and I, I think that's the way it is for blacks and whites and Chinese. They always, the ruling elite wants it us versus theys. Because um, you know, because if you really want to talk about theys, I mean, like, I, dude, every gay person I know does not buy into this bullshit. They do it within reason. You know, they go to their parade. Uh, they might be take one or two pictures. They, you know, it's just a normal day. It's like a St. Patrick's Day parade or something like that. You know, they have a good time, but they don't get all fucking crazy with it and go overboard. It's, you know what I mean? It's. It's just gotten out of control, and I think that's mainly mainstream media. Although I did see the Pride Parade where they had these guys, these dudes, write a whole group of gays, like um, Gay Gay Chapter 69, um, the Gay Foreign Legion Chapter 69, riding their bicycles with their balls hanging out on their bicycles in front of all the kids sitting at the... One, if you're taking your kid to one of those parades, knowing the kind of shit is there, that's you're a fucking terrible human being. And you're only setting your kid up for a confusion. Or whatever. It's, it's just like those parents who, who let their kids be victims, you know, who are raising their kids... To, to follow whatever kind of fucked up mental problem that you have because you don't have the self-awareness to deal with it. You know, it's the same kind of abuse as that. It's like because you have some kind of weird phobia over a food that you convince your child that they're allergic to that food, which happens. There are people who just don't like shit and then they convince their kids that they're allergic to it just because they have some kind of a weird phobia. Or, you know, it would be like if I was forcing my kids to be scared of snakes because I'm scared of snakes. Like, don't force my fears on my kids. You know what I mean? Let them learn about snakes in their own way. Uh, but these people who are coloring their their kids' hairs at a very young age and dressing them like 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 losers um, and forcing them to be the same losers that you were, that you couldn't get any friends in middle school, and then allow them to, to, to suffer the same thing and not be their own person, their own leader, to maybe rise above that and break that generational gap there, I shame on you. And I saw this parade thing, and I'll tell you right now, I take my kid somewhere and some dude pulls his balls out on a fucking bicycle. The dude's losing his balls or he's at least getting knocked off the fucking bicycle. I'm just not going to put up with it. Not in public. Of course, now that I know that that kind of shit goes down, I'm not taking my kid there. It's like, do I want my kids to protest? Sure. But do I want them to be subjected to uh, uh, chances of getting pepper sprayed? No, I don't do it. I think that's abusive. They're not old enough for those kind of decisions. Therefore, I don't feel like it's old enough to subject your children to seeing some fucking freak on a bicycle with his balls hanging out and anybody that thinks it's appropriate to put your balls out on a bicycle on a public parade is a freak and a, a loser and somebody who shouldn't even be allowed to leave their front door without massive counseling and you know some kind of prescribed therapeutic like because i'll i'll de i'll describe that ex same exact uh the the parade but I'll put it at 2 a.m. There is a naked man on a bicycle in the middle of the street. You're going to deal with that. It actually happens. At 2 a.m., you're going to deal with some naked dude in the middle of the street on his bicycle, but he's going to be high as shit. So you, if it's not okay at 2 a.m. to be out there naked, high as shit, it's not okay at 2 p.m. to be out there in front of kids with your balls and stuff out. And not even be high. Not even be high. 
Uh, it's just it's some strange, strange times that we're living in. But listen, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I think the majority of people, I think I have a good grasp on the majority of people. Like I said, I own a distillery. I'm with people all weekend long, having to cater to people as a businessman. I got people from all walks of life, left, right, liberal. My business partner is a huge Democrat. You know, I've got a pretty good grasp on on the public kind of views on things. And I don't think the majority of the public is okay with this kind of shit. I think the majority of the public would pro- probably, at least behind closed doors, say, like, I-, I think it should be toned down a little bit. It should become reasonable. Uh, a gay pride parade's fine. No problem with a gay pride parade. But why do we have to make it unreasonable? Why do we have to make it filthy and hateful? What other parades are hateful? I mean, is the 4th of July parade ever become hateful? Do we ever start tr- tr- chanting 4th of July parades like... Fuck Yankees, fuck the Yanks, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, like, uh, the Redcoats, I mean, do we start, like, going all in on English people and, and, you know, it's not, it's not about hate, it's about celebration and our independence, but we don't get hateful, we're not, like, hanging British flags upside down and, you know, throwing tea into the river, you know, to rub it in. Maybe um, we should start doing that. <laughs> Instead of fireworks, we're just gonna throw tea into the river. <laughs> You know, I don't know, man. It's uh, very strange. Uh, listen, it's all weekend long. We're going to take a break from podcast for the 4th of July on Tuesday. Monday will be pre-recorded. It'll still go out, but there won't be like a, there'll be a live chat to get in there. Um, and I'll probably jump in on it. Of course, I'll definitely jump in on it the best I can. But it is 4th of July weekend and I am traveling all day Monday. So it might be a little bit difficult for me. But it doesn't mean that I don't want to lose the community. So if you will, please send us your pictures of Fourth of July celebrations. Send us what you're doing with your family so that we can just fill our feed, our Instagram and our Facebook feed with all the celebrations that you, the Wolfpack, are having. If you're in your duty car, we'll keep it respectful. We're not going to get you fired. Send us a picture in your meat wagon and your fire truck and your cop car. Um, you know, if you want to take one with your state trooper hat on, fine. We'll post it. In the in the honor of celebration, we'll even give the state troopers something. Um, if you're a veteran, Marine Corps guy, we'll even post your pictures. It's all amnesty for Marines and state troopers. <laughs> Just kidding. But we do want to see what you guys have got going on on this week. So uh please do that. Support our sponsors. We got some new sponsors coming on for the month of July. So get ready for that. And we've got some mybookie.com stuff coming, which I am so excited about. Don't go to mybookie.com yet. Wait until we have that promo code. I promise you this is going to be fun. And it's going to be something that we do together as uh Wolfpack. And then also right after fourth of July this week, I have a personal interview with Officer Daniels. The Officer Daniels, the original viral cop from back in the vine days who's still crushing it stand-up comedian uh all the things philanthropist uh one of my favorite people of all time so he will be there and um i'm actually going to try to catch up with my old friend gary Utchington, who wrote the book outside the wire gonna try to meet up with him in charlotte for a cigar and um, i'll probably put that on the discord so if there's a chance to for a quick meetup in charlotte over this holiday season um, with Gary Edgington outside the wire in the Charlotte Mecklenburg area. Uh, you can DM me about that if you're interested, or if you're in our discord, you can do that. So, um, yes, Hydraman blue, get you a manscaped beard trimmer. Uh, do it now because I don't think we have manscaped on for July. 
Um, I think they, they'll, they'll be back in the fall, but I don't think we have any specials going on for Manscaped. So you got a couple of days to get your Manscaped promo code Wolfpack Deal on your uh, your beard trimmer. And, um, and then we want to see a picture of that too. Marion's Bloodbath says, you're still discriminating against those of us who have no Instagram. We are victims of oppression. Um, Marine's Bloodbath, you can reach out to me on Messenger. You can reach out to me in Discord, uh, YouTube, um, Instagram. Instagram's the easiest. We now have a TikTok, a failure stop TikTok, but it says dead leg because we had to wait a week to change dead leg's name on there. But if you want to go to failure to stop dead leg, um, that's our, our TikTok. You can hit us up on TikTok. And um, yeah, there's ways you can get a hold of us, Marines Bloodbath. Shit. Um, my email address is out there somewhere. Tansy.eric at gmail.com if you want to email me. Um, Bones Cold Fees Austin says, in New York, they will have to New York's pizza party due to tyrannical North. Yes, I wanted to cover that story. I'm glad you mentioned that in the last hour. New York, uh, their, their mayor, just what a fucking lunatic that guy is, coming out hard with some weird flexes lately, uh, going to be banning brick ovens. There's 50 brick ovens, pizza joints in New York that he is trying to a ban unless they put a $20,000, which I guarantee you he's got stock and whatever that a piece of equipment is that costs $20,000. Uh, but he's trying to put out small pizza businesses that uh, that have brick ovens because he says it's, there's too many carbon emissions. You've got the Canadians burning down half of Canada due to their transgender, all-female inclusive firefighter school, which lit 200 acres on fire in Canada but New York pizza ovens are the problem when it comes to. Uh, this is the same New York that sent out a letter to the fire department and let them know that they had to house illegal immigrants because of the illegal immigrant problem that they have in New York. I so, love it that they're throwing pizza at the uh, at the government buildings. That's really funny. Uh, there's a lot of pizza. Listen, if you're in New York, get on that and send me pictures. I want to see you. I want to see your pizza rebellion in New York. We the people deserve it. I want to see it. I'm motivated. I'm amped up. Damn it. That excites me. If you're in New York right now, I want pictures. I want videos of you doing something. Like, I want some Boston Tea Party shit. I want to see your pizza. Just, I want to go buy a pizza from one of these brick ovens. I don't know. Do something. Make an Instagram post. Make a Facebook post. Stick it to the man. Uh, let's burn the pizza. No, let's eat all the pizza. I don't know. I love it. I love this whole pizza party thing, this whole pizza tea party, and I want to see it. Put on Last Call's Instagram. Uh, let me see the, your – send us a message of your pizza party uh, charades, your shenanigans. Let let the city of New York know that uh, they're full of shit and nobody respects them, and this is ridiculous, redonkulous. Uh, let me see it happen. Uh, for myself and Deadleg Media – this has been another Failure to Stop Last Call episode. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Uh, be free. Enjoy your independence. Enjoy your family. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week. we got a big breakdown on Friday. And we've got uh, Com Center Thursday night. So you don't want to miss all that. Plus, we had a banger of a night shift last night. Go and catch that. Five shows a week. All for you. First responders. For you street cops. For you... Uh, for you guys out there holding the line in your meat wagons, your fire trucks, your state trooper mobiles, this is all for you guys, and we appreciate all the things that you do. Stay safe, guns up, and giddy up.